What we're going to be seeing today in the Piyasetzner Rebbe's Torah is probably one of the most powerful few pages you've ever read, you've ever learned in any Hasidic text, in any text, Bichlal. Um, something mashu acher legamre. And we've not, we're not accustomed to hearing the Rebbe talk like this, especially not in the war. Because the piece that we're going to be speaking about today might as might have well have been you know it could have been it could have been written in 1939, 1940, 41, 42. It's not. It's written in 1933. This is a diary entry in 1933, and it's shocking. It's startling. It's definitely 
kind of makes you want to like you know go like that a few times but it's something i think that has to be part of every person's every person's journey into having a personal relationship with a kaddish baruch Hu. for some reason even though we believe that everything is for the best that doesn't mean that a person's not allowed to ask what's going on how could this be in fact in order to really really believe I need to have that space to sometimes gaze up to Shemaim and say, Ribbono Shalaylam, Ech Zeacholiot. How could this be? How could this be? So, what we're going to be seeing today, it's a long piece. It's Ot Lamed in Tzaviziruz, if you have Tzaviziruz in front of you. It's Ot Lamed. And um, we're going to post it up here as well. But if you have the Sefer, you're learning online, it's Kedai, Kedai, Kedai to look inside. These words are very, very, very powerful. And Bezrat Hashem, this should be for the Rafua Shlema of all that need a Rafua Shlema. So as you see, the, t- the title here is Likut Ezehit Rakshriyot Miyamim Tovim Ubifrat Mizmanea Rikudim Tafresh Tzadik Gimel. That means, the truth is, this could be already 1934. It could be 1934 because it's already after Rosh Hashanah. So... This is basically a, a little bit of the Rebbe's feelings uh, after, after Tishrei, after Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Sukkot. And um, let's just jump right into it because it's a long piece. It's Chaval that we, we can't do it in one shot, but it would be a three-hour shear, which, which uh, we're not going to do, and don't worry. But we're going to do as much as we can right now. Ribono Shalaylam. Shomea Kol Bechiot, Master of the World, the one that hears all the crying. Mata se im kol dim ot Israel, Shenishpechu kol kachar be meod, Bimeha Ratzon Haelo. This is amazing. Says Ribbona Shleilam, what are you planning on doing with all the tears that were shed during these Yemei Ratzon, during this Elul in Tishrei? He says, wait a second. What are you, you going to do, Hagad? What are you planning on doing with the, with the sea of tears that has been pouring for the last 20 years? This is something we've mentioned quite often. Due to the fact that World War II is for us the, the most painful moment in our history, it kind of overshadows the the pain and destruction of World War One, and for all those years, which were not given at all for anybody, specifically for us Yidden. So in 1934, the Rebbe is saying, and it makes sense over here because I think World War One began in 1914. He's saying, "Look what happened, Hashem Yisbarach. What are you going to do with the tears of the last 20 years? This the ocean of tears." And then he goes further. What about the tears since the days of the prophets until now? Meaning the Rebbe is saying, he's starting off like kind of like sweet and saying, wow, Yidin was so holy, they, they daven so strong, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Sukkis, there's so many tears, Hashem is Barach, are they going to crack open Shemaim? But then he goes to the concept of tears that are... are more coming from a place of 
Yidin being killed, Yidin being hunted and, and being persecuted. And he goes back now, just not 20 years, but he goes back to the days of the prophets. Third line from the bottom. Could it be, God forbid, that you'll just lose, you'll, the, the, that the rivers of holy fire that are flowing like water will just be lost, meaning they just were shed and zehu? And you and I know very clearly that there are so many moments in our lives that we have this question to the Rebbe is that we've cried over something so intensely and we don't receive this direct message that we're being heard and we wonder, that, that reservoir of tears that I just formed while crying my eyes out to you, could it be that it just went lost? It just ne'elam ke'ilu lo'aya? But now look how the Rabbi then turns it around and now he's saying, but wait a second. But Rebona Shleilam, I have another question. What are you planning on doing with your tears that you are shedding every single day over our Chorban, over the catastrophe of our people? Meaning the Rebbe is not saying, he's saying over here something very important. He's saying, obviously... Obviously, you're with us. So, of course, I have to let this out because I feel like sometimes I'm crying and no one sees it. But wait a second. In every one of my, in every moment of pain that any of us suffer, we believe our Amuna is, is that Hashem is crying with us. So the Rebbe stops in the middle of his thought and he says, but forget about our tears. Hashem is Baruch, what do you plan on doing with your tears? What do you plan on doing with it? Because you must be crying a river also. You know, I was thinking about this last night. I'm not sure how many of you saw. 43-year-old Shliach of Chabad in uh, somewhere in Germany. I forget where exactly. Father of eight was taken from the virus. So I thought, I thought like, yeah, there's eight Yitomim, there's eight orphans. Hanover, thank you. There's eight, there's, there's eight more orphans in Am Yisrael, right? And the pain, the Kaddish that's going to come about from, from this is, is oh, it's horrendous, right? But then I started thinking, like, not that I understand what this means, but the amount of tears that you must have been, you must be shedding for day after day through this virus, about so many people, so many orphans, so many young children saying Kaddish, So that has to be part of our thought, when, you know, if, if, if like God is with us, if he's in it with us, it must be that that's also a key piece of, of the way things go. That's part of the process of, of how you view and how you think about what people are going through in this world. That Hashem is also crying. And he continues in the next page. The one who hears the voice of all these tears, the PSS Nareva says, Harbe olamot barata, you created many worlds. Uvriot ein mispar bechonechad mehemasita. And within all these worlds, you created many, many, many creations. Many different people. Many different, sorry, not people, many different forms of creation. 
And then he says here, kulam adam From all creations of the world, from all of nature, from trees, from birds, from everything, it's only, the Rebbe is saying, it's only man that you have been machshir, that you prepared in order to serve you. Aval kulam oref panu. But kimat all of mankind has turned their head to you, Ribbonashtainam. And your mastery from the world, you being a master of the world, they masalek, they push away. This is what the Rebbe is saying to God. That's how most of the world, there's an Adon Olam, Adon Olam Hashem Alach. That's why Hevra, those of us that dive with us in Shirat David know that one of my, one of my Meshagases is Adon Olam. Adon Olam should stop being saying in most shows because when you hear those that first few notes, Adon Olam, the last thing you're thinking about is Adon Olam, right? Adon Olam Hashem Alach. It's like the last few things you think about, actually. By us, we you know it's very we're very makbid on it, and when we get back to shul, we're gonna sing it with extra extra fire. Adon Olam. And if we need to change the niggin again in order to revamp the fire, we'll change it again. I'm not, not, not worried, not nervous about it. But the Rebbe is saying over here, you are Adon Olam. But with the way the world hears that you're Adon Olam, it's like Adon Olam. But a Yidala is something else. By, by, by a Yid, you are still Adon Olam. You're still the master of the world. Hashem Yisbarach, please look into that. Look deep into that. Next paragraph, the Rebbe continues. It's only the Yid is the only one in this world. That with his whole heart and his whole soul, he is serving you. And now the Rebbe gets... And, and what's, what's so shocking here it's like I mentioned at the beginning of Shia. The next few words, these words were said in 1934, when really it, they could have been said in 1939 very easily, but they weren't. This is 1934, because this is a date. Like we mentioned, this, this Sefer Tzavaziru's is a bunch of diary entries that the Rebbe did between 1928 and 1939. We don't know the dates on most of these, of, of most of these entries, but this we actually do know, because it's written in the beginning. <clears throat> and this is 1934, but this could be mamash any day. So look what he says. Avarachman. Second line in the second paragraph. Avarachman. Let's think about it for a second. This year that we described, the only one in the world that he still sings, Adon Olam, Asher Malach. When he says, I put my ruach by you. He's saying, Av master of the world. The merciful father, Lemancha Humuke. He is berated, he's beaten because of you. And you're just going to look, Hashem? Dim Otem. They're pouring rivers of tears 
over their neshamas being schlepped and persecuted. V'atatacharish, master of the world? You're going to be quiet? Kol haolam bishvilcha otanu mecharfim. The world mocks us. The world degrades us. Why? Bishvilcha. It's, it's for you. Meaning, a Yidla that looks like a Yidla and gets, gets, gets abused because he's a Jew, he's not doing it for him, he's doing it for you. How can you be silent? How can you just glance and, and be silent? Again, And they're beating us. The Rebbe is saying, the world is beating us over. Literally beating us. Why? Because we're not kofrim like them. So because we're not kofrim like them, we should get plucked on the head. Meaning, you know, there's moments to say, like, tzaddikim have to suffer in this world, right? But then there's moments that the human, the yid, even the tzaddik has to look up and say, Zutorah, Zutorah Is this really the reward for someone that is sitting and learning Torah? And the Rebbe's writing this in Poland of 1933-34, where by already by then, it's not like, we, don't, you know, we have this assumption, 1939, suddenly everything changed. Please. Please, <laughs> on a random day, it could be like no matter when, like a, a yid could wake up in the morning and, and find his whole life turned upside down by, by someone that just thought that things should change, right? So the Rebbe is saying over here, because we're not kofrim like them, so God forbid we should be beaten? Is that really the deal over here? Is that the deal? You know, I once, I think I shared with you, I once had a conversation with, uh, with my Rebbe's son, with Ushi. And um, we were discuss. We were walking in Yerushalayim one late at night, Motzei Shabbos, and we were discussing. Um, I said to him, "You know what? I always wonder. I wonder what the Rebbe, P.S.S. Nerebbe's last word was, last thought was before the you know the the German pulled the trigger, or however the Rebbe ended up being killed because it's not exactly clear." So, he said to me in such a stark way. He said to me, you know, I actually wonder what the first word and thought the Rebbe had after he was killed was. You know, was it more this, like, holy chutzpah, or was it more like, okay, please have Rahmanis. Here in this piece, it's mamash, mamash, holy chutzpah. Like, look at these words. Could this be Hashem? You're going to patch us? Those that are suffering already so much, you're going to patch us even more. And then he continues, we're in this, the first paragraph that you see, the fourth line from the bottom. From fire and from the, from the teeth of lions, we are fleeing towards you. We're running to you. But you are going to hide and conceal your holy face? It just doesn't add up. There's something missing over here. Something's not working. How could you be hiding, Hashem? 
We're getting strong, and we're calling upon ourselves, and we're, and we're saying, We have a Tati in heaven. Tati in heaven. We have a Father in heaven. You're going to close the gates of heaven from us? And our scream and our cries, you won't listen? Zotomeret, he, he's saying over here, you, Hashem Yisbarach, you can be as, as silent as you want to be. But we're here again, and we're screaming very loudly, we have a Father in heaven. And we're not going to stop saying that. If you want to keep on choosing to ignore and not hear the pain of, 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 your, of the only people in the world that still sing to you, Adon Olam, for real, that's your Indian. But just because you're ignoring the Rebbe saying, it doesn't mean that I'm now going to say, you know what, I don't have, we don't have an Av We don't have an Av It's really like, a, it's like waging war over here. It's mamish waging war. The Rebbe is saying, I'm not under any illusion that we're all tzaddikim and that we all deserve everything to be perfect. However, yesh gvul. Now he's saying these words, 1934. That's why when you read the Esh Kodesh and you learn tires like as the war is progressing, you, you see these tires in 1941. Your bones shiver. Shiver. Because this level of, you know, of... of Holy Chutzpah has taken up five million notches, but it started over here. So he continues, Yes, I know we're not perfect. Next paragraph. Hen gam chotim anu. Yeah, we're sinners. Hen yesh aleinu mekatshregim bamarom. There are prosecutors on us in heaven. We know, God, you're surrounded by all these angels that are telling you, you see, we were right. It was a mistake to give these people the Torah. Look how they're messing up. We know that, you're, we know that you have those voices up there. But God, Master of the world, the one that hears all the voice of the cries. Remember, this was written right after Simchas Torah says. He says, The Yomim Noraim of this year have passed of Tafrish Tzadi Gimel. Yamim kol kach kedoshim, such holy days. Yomru na hamastinim. And now he's basically challenging the prosecuting angels. He's saying, Yomru nahamastinim, you tell me. If Sharau Afechad Bechol Olamcha Gadol Zulat Israel Asher Yakum Lislichot, tell us angels. Tell us prosecutors. Did you see anyone in the world spend if you're Svardi a month, if you're if you're from the white <laughs> the Ashkenazi brethren, um a week, 10 days, whatever it is, that get up, not the 10.30 p.m. slichas that we've become accustomed to, or even, you know, the 7 a.m. slichas, but mamish slichas, the 5 a.m. slichas. Did you, did you see anyone else in the world wake up every morning, the crack of dawn, crying, begging for forgiveness, saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry? Did any other person in the world grab a shofar, grab a ram's horn, and make that sound that we know is Me'orer Achamim? Did anyone else do this? 
Zulat Yisrael Bigdushas Yom Kippurim? Did anyone else awaken the Gdusha of Yom Kippur like we did? Or whether it was Sukkis with Alulav and Esrog? Come forth, prosecutors. If any of you can answer any of these questions positively, please, I'd like to know, the Rebbe says. I would like to know if anyone else in the world acted with such dvekut, like you, like, um, like, like Hashemid Barach, you're Yidin. It's like, what he's doing now is that he's having a conversation, he's having a conversation with, with Hashem, uh, with the angels in front of God. With the angels in front of God. It's, it's, an, it's an incredible thing. He's saying, I know we're I know we're sinners. I, I, I know that. It's not a it's not a question. It's not a, it's not something that I'm I'm wondering. But please, let's be real. Yesh gvul. So he continues in the bottom over here and he says, Vatemastinim. This is really brilliant. Now he's really going at it with the prosecutors in Shemaim. He's saying, you prosecutors, aren't you scared to prosecute Am Yisrael? Don't you have any fear doing this? Do you know who you're messing with? How could it, from our wood choppers and our water schleppers, how could it be you're not freaked out from them too? How, like, that who we are doesn't really, doesn't really put some kind of fear into you. In each and every one of us, from the from the chotev eitzim to the shoev ma'im, there is a nekuda of ein sof. There's this nefesh elokit. There's this incredible, incredible power inside of each one of us. No matter where we're holding, how could it be that you're not chared, that you're not fearful of messing with that? Ki deuna, you should know, prosecuting angels. That with the lengthy exile, this horrible, awful concealment that we're all in, where it looks like where it does, it looks like that our actions aren't really doing anything. I mean, think about it. Some Cossacks would want to just do a program. They'd gather a few Yidin together. And the few Yidin come together and they start davening and davening and davening. And as they're davening, they're being gunned down one by one. So what message is that sending out there? What does that look like? What do people think that that, that, that is? Very simple. That our ma'asim are not nog'im bamarom, that we are not affecting anything in Shemaim and that our cries are not being heard. And remember, the Rebbe is talking to the prosecuting angels in front of God. So he says to the angels, the prosecuting ones, he says, you should know, yeah, this gullet, this concealment, where it looks like for thousands of years that really we're, we're not touching up there. We're not mashpia up there with our cries. 
fourth line from the bottom, בכל ישראל אף הטוב שבקרבו, כאילו חס ושלום לא היה כדאי לטפל בו. And all the every yid, even the good that's within him, it's as if God forbid, it wasn't good to take, it wasn't good to be, uh, it wasn't good to be attended to. He wasn't deserving of being attended to. כל העולם לוחם נגדו. The whole world is fighting him. וכאילו גם ממרום משליכים אותו. פייסס נגד וסיין, I know what this looks like. It looks like even from Shemaim, they're telling us, תחפף. תחפף. תחפף means get out of here, right? That's what it looks like in Shemaim. In Shemaim it looks like that Hashem is saying, אני לא מעוניין. I'm not interested. Now the Rebbe is saying this to the prosecuting angels, but obviously he's saying this. He's saying this to Yilbon Eshtayim. He's like, I just want you to know, God, we have this pact, we have this breed and everything, but this is what it looks like. This is what it looks like, that you're saying, I'm not interested. Choshech yechaseh et kol. Darkness will co- cover over everything. Ein navi asher et lev chashuch yavrich, yavrik velo chozeh asher birkaim koshlot yeametz. There's no prophet that will be able to brighten up the darkness of all our hearts, and no visionary that will give strength to the knees, to the legs that are falling down. Pachad yifchad lev kol... Got the next page. Pachad yifchad lev kol hamistakel. There will be a certain fear, the Rebbe is saying, that will grab on to anyone that's looking. Vashevetz yochez... And there's some kind of a momentary the right word over here would be you know a shavats means God forbid a stroke but it means uh, it means a momentary when you feel when you're paralyzed you feel paralyzed when you glance at this anyone in the world. And even after all that, the Rebbe says, As kol ish Yisrael ma'amim ba'ashem v'kashur ba'avodato, rak koach en sofihu. We realize that if we still believe in you, Hashem, after all of this, what does it say about me? You know, this week, in Eretz Yisrael specifically, the, 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 the terrifying moments of, of having to meet that pain of Yom HaZikaron, is something that we we try to stay so far away from because it's it's so suffocating it's paralyzing right and and you you'll see stories you'll be hearing stories this year I always say every I always tell the Hevra that when I was growing up the the, the most difficult evening to Davin was Yoma Atzmaut night in Shul because we spent Yoma Zikaron day either going to Tkasim or going to um going to uh, uh, watching these horrible, horrible programs that were on the TV where it was basically documentaries about families that got that knock on the door that said your son was killed, your daughter was killed. And sometimes these stories happen to Holocaust survivors. You know, the fam- there's so many famous stories about Holocaust survivors that... Um, 
that they fought through Auschwitz, they left they, they, they left the whole family the whole family were killed. They come to Eretz Yisrael, they start build, building Eretz Yisrael, and either they themselves were killed in the war or their children were killed in the war. And, and we still believe. So the Rebbe is saying over here, uh, those of us, the fact that we have Emunah and we're connected to our Avodah, what does it say about us? We are a Koach Ein Sofi. It doesn't end. You can keep on prosecuting us. It's true. We are Am Kshe Orif. When it comes to stubbornness, there's no one, there's no one more stubborn than us. But then he says, Gam Atem You too, you prosecutors. Beseter levavchem titpalu. Uvedaatchem avkoached yototenu lotasigu. You, I know, the Rebbe is saying, I know that you're wondering in your heart of hearts, angels, why don't these people give up already? Why are they, how could it be that they're still under the assumption that they're being heard? That's what the PSS is saying to them. You, and you can't hop this. You don't, you don't get it. By the way, I don't think we get it either. Right? But he's saying, he's saying to the angel, he's saying, I don't think you really understand. You, that's what drives you crazy. It drives you nuts how we haven't given up. We're not normal humans. That's what he's saying. Our connection to the Almighty is even more elated, it's more exalted than the ministers of above. Like he's saying to the angels, whatever you think about us, you have to understand, we are more exalted, we are more divine. Our connection is so far-reaching, it's so high-reaching, it's much higher than whatever you think, however you envision, the ministers of above. Ha'ein sof mugbal dar af This koach, this is so beautiful, wow. He's saying this infinite koach that has no boundaries, it dwells, it dar, it dwells even in our children. He's saying maybe me, a, a Rav with a long beard that's talking like this, it might begin to make some sense to you. Even that, forget that. It's in our children. It's in the kinderlach of Am Yisrael. Ze'akol. And, and that is everything the Rebbe says. Tznu kavod lemelech kavod He screams at the angels. Give honor to the king of honor that dwells amongst us. Stop with this. Just be done with keep on when, when you keep on coming up to the throne and telling the Ribbonashtalam, you see, we told you you're wrong. They shouldn't have gotten the Torah. Look how they're messing up. Look how they're messing up. These few paragraphs, I've never seen paragraphs like this before in my life by anybody. What the Rebbe is doing over here is he's I think that if he's writing this down, and these words are published for you and I, it must be that we must tune in to a place of holy chutzpah as well. Of saying, Ribbono Shalom. I mean, we, we, we could do this right now just for a minute. Try to internalize these last few paragraphs. And they're very easy to relate to. 
they're very, very easy. They're unfortunately very easy to identify with. Many of us had grandparents that went through the war. Many of us had parents that went through horrible things. Many of us have gone through very, very horrible things. Many of us are, are, gave up our lives for Hashem and, joined, and went into Yiddishkeit only so that our children then check out of Yiddishkeit? It, what does it look like? It looks like these words. It looks like no one's listening from above. And yet, we're still under the assumption that even after very difficult things like this have taken place and are still taking place, that, you, that it's still Avarachaman. It's, it's so bizarre. The Rebbe is inviting you and I to tune into something that you and I didn't create. We were created with. And that is this concept of Ein sof bekocho habilti mugbar dar af biladeinu. That the Ein sof with its infinite koach is something that is, that, that, that's alive and kicking in you and me. And and all we're left to do now, all that the, the whole Avoda, the whole Biru, I was learning over Shabbos, the Torah of Rav Busa. <sighs> Rav Busa, Babasali's grandson, he's saying an amazing thing. He was saying that this is the last Biru, right? It's not, it's kind of hard for me to hear because I thought that we already went through the last Biru and now it's just Mashiach. He's saying this is the last Biru, this is the last sifting through, this is the last clarification we're going through till Mashiach's coming. And in this last clarification, the whole question is, like, you know, do you realize that everything is Hashem? But that doesn't just mean I have to realize that everything is Hashem. It also means this. Do I also realize that that place of everything is Hashem is also something that I live with, that I exist with. Because the more that I realize that I am someone so exalted and that there's this stubborn Ein Saif Koyach inside of me that despite all the legitimate reasons to turn my back on you, I don't. I'm getting closer and closer to living in a Mashiach world. It's like a crazy thing. A Mashiach world is, before Mashiach comes, is looking into the eye of the reasons that are very convincing where I should not be believing in you, specifically after giving up so much for you, Hashem, and like for, for instance, let's let's get let's get a little bit, you know, painfully honest. That Sadiq Rabbi Haber that just passed away, that saved the lives of God, does this make any sense? Makes zero sense that he was taken, Rabbi Haber. You could say this about about everybody, but we're talking specifically about someone whose life was dedicated, <laughs> Dafka, to re, to be saving lives. Does it make sense that at such a young age he gets sick, and he's taken? Obviously not. So so the angels are like waiting. The the mekatrigim, the prosecuting angels are waiting in Shemayim for moments like that for to tell Hashem, go look look. They're starting to doubt. They're starting to doubt. And yet, there's no doubt. We don't have any doubt that there's some bigger picture over here. But let's 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 make notice of that, and let's let's tune into that. That that's that's who we are. That this Am Kshe Oref works also in a good way. 
not just in a negative, stubborn way. And the, the PSS Nerebbe is exposing these words to you and I so that you and I are tuning into this place that also exists in us, in our children, and that also has to have enough koyach to look up at Shemaim and say to, say to, say in Shemaim, Ribbon this is what's happening, and you're just gonna you're just gonna look at this. You're just gonna look at it every year. Yom Hazikaron. Okay, so maybe this year the numbers hadn't didn't go grow as drastically as they usually grow, right? Does that make us feel that the pain of the thousands of families? that are scarred, not wounded, scarred forever, diminishes? We're having a program this week on Yom HaZikaron with two families that I'm very close to, that many of us are very close to. The Weisses in Ranana and the Golovenses here in Efrat. What Nechama? What Nechama are you going to... What Nechama can be brought to families like this? For real. With all the beautiful things that are done. I think that the Nechama begins to come out when we discover how sincerely stubborn and persistent we are with being in touch with that which doesn't make any sense. Because it doesn't make any sense to keep on believing and keep on feeling like we have an Av that hears our cries when it seems like so often he doesn't hear our cries. So, you know, there's a famous... I was looking for this before. Rip Shlomo had this, uh, this, this nusach that for me was like the moment that I felt that I, I actually really, really, really want to be a Yid. I was, fo- I was like 14 years old and I, I was playing this tape of him and I heard him say the following. I couldn't believe that a rabbi talked like this. He said something like this. Um, if, you are the, if you are the one... The one, the only one. Where were you when six million walked into the gas chambers? Where are you when people break each other's hearts? Meaning you, ha- you have to ask that question also. In this love relationship, you have to ask those questions. Not expecting to hear an answer right away, but you have to know that to be in an active relationship, you need to have the space to put those words out when you see such pain in the world. Not, why did you do this to me? That's a different sugya, which we'll speak about. But we're referring more to when someone else is suffering, what they're suffering, especially my people, where were you when this happened? Where were you? you have to be able to say that. If not, then we're ben met. We're, we're walking robots. So anyway, Bezrat Hashem, we'll continue this piece tomorrow. I know it's a very heavy piece, but the way the Rebbe takes it now, you see, he talked to Hashem, he talked to the ministering angels, but tomorrow he starts talking to Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, Sarif Karachal and Leah. So Bezrat Hashem, we'll continue that tomorrow. Thank you so much for being with us. Bezrat Hashem, we should know of good news. We should feel that Hashem is listening to us. And if, when, when, when we're not feeling that Hashem is listening to us, we should at least be conscious and aware of what's happening inside of us and not try to ignore it and push it to the side. Everything's coming onto the table now. 
everything is being put onto the surface. And Bezrat Hashem Barach, with all this holy chutzpah, we will truly invite a messianic consciousness into our current status, our current way of being, which will just flow over and pour onto the whole world until Umala Aretz Deat Hashem Kamayim Have a wonderful day, everybody.